Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Rundown, where we talk about 2A news and conservative views. I will be your host today, Craig Deleuze, coming at you from the West Coast, the Left Coast, behind the Iron Curtain, otherwise known as the Sierras. But as we all know, I do not do this program by myself. That's right. My name is Mike Pirowarski, coming to you live from the East Coast. That's the coast with the most from the co-host with the most here on The Rundown, 2A Views. Conservative news, Craig. It's uh, thank God it's Friday. Thank God it's Friday. And I, you know, I, I'm mad at myself because I keep saying I'm gonna pull down that. I'm gonna pull down that uh, that song. We'll just have to include that as our Friday thing. I keep saying I'm gonna do it. And the problem is, is that I'm enjoying my Friday so much. By the time it's Saturday, I forget. <laughs> we, it's all right, Craig. We know you're a slacker. Uh, it's okay. Um, for, with with some things, you know, just with the uh, with the pulling down the video part. How about that? There you go. Um, how's this blue? Is it blue look right? I don't like this blue. This blue doesn't look good. I don't like this blue. You like I this don't blue? know. You look. You look very. I don't know. Crippish. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's just go with this then. There you go. Go with the black. You just look like a floating head. <laughs> ah, so how was your? How was the beginning of your weekend starting off so far, sir? It does look like a floating head. You're right. <laughs> Uh, I'll get some color here on the next break. How about that? Um, uh, you know, going so going good so far. I get to work at six thirty. I think I get another meeting at seven thirty. I I don't know. It's just one of those one of those things. You know, I just it, 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 the work comes in. You say yes, you go do it. It doesn't matter. I just I party when I want. You know, it don't have to be Friday for me to party. You know. Well, exactly. Well, for me, this is it. This is the last thing I got going on today, except uh, afterwards I will be going to the park with Jane, my my granddaughter. She is chomping at the bit. You can probably hear her banging at the door right now, talking about, Papa, Papa, when are we going? You take her to the park? She, she goes, park? Like, what kind of park? Like a, like, a, like Disney World or what? Like Disneyland? No, 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 no. The park park. You know, swings, seesaws, slides. Oh, uh, see, I live in Florida. You say you're going to the park. That's one of the theme parks. Well, you're in Orlando. So, yeah, of course. <laughs> We're talking about the neighborhood yeah. park. Oh, is it safe to go to your neighborhood park? I mean, your oh, part yeah. of town? Oh, yeah. It's okay. it's definitely a safe place. My neighborhood. Okay. And if it ain't safe, yeah. it's safe for me. Safe for you. <laughs> yes, as long as it's carried, carried in a building and it has less than 10 rounds in the magazine. It's made prior to 2001. Other than that, it's all good. It's all good. You... Trust me, I am not worried about whether or not I am appropriately uh, defended when I uh, when I when I go out someplace, so. Not as much as I'd like, not as well as I'd like, but well, you know, I do okay. All them extra ten round mags give you a workout. Well, you for, see now you forget we had Freedom Week. Yeah, Papa don't yeah, use ten go. round mags. That's it. You hear that, government? Test one, two, three, boom, boom. He just <laughs> mic checked you. Yes, I did. Well, hey, I got him when day was legal. That's right. That's right. Uh, I remember that. I remember that week. Everybody you knew from across the country was mailing you magazines that week. Yes, they were. Yes, they were. It was a. It was good times. Good times. I guess I think people thought that that was going to happen with the uh, with the whole roster thing. Thought we were just going to be able to go out and buy guns that everyone else could buy. He said, "No, no, no, yeah. no. We're going to stay it for two weeks." They should. Yeah. He should have done. He should have done what what uh, Saint Benitez did. 
That's right. <laughs> Should have done what he did and said, yep, it's lifted. And then let people just go buy whatever guns they want to buy. Man, I'm going to tell you, there would have it. The uh, gun industry in California, the, the amount of money they made would have went through the roof for at least for a week. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, the gun store owners would still be driving new Mercedeses right now. Which is odd because I'm like, why why give them an opportunity to do a stay since these are firearms that we can get, we just can't buy them yeah. from we just can't buy them from an FFL. Right. Right. Yeah, anyway. it's uh way it goes, right? It's about time for us to actually we need to officially start the show. And how we officially start the show, by the way, is by giving a shout out to our sponsor. So Mike, uh, why don't you go ahead and uh, go ahead and handle that for us? Yes, let's do this. Hey, let's say hello to our say hello to our friends at Hitman Industries. That's hitmanindustries.net. Hitmanindustries.net. If you got an AR in the past five years, probably got a barrel of theirs. You don't even know it. Well, now you can buy from them direct. Just go to hitmanindustries.net. California Republican Assembly fighting a good fight behind enemy lines. Now you can be part of California's future today. Check out California Republican Assembly. Hog holsters get the best in concealed tactical holsters out there. It's hawgholsters.com. And of course, you want some awesome field gear, tactical gear, get on over to uscombatgear.com. That's right, folks. These are our sponsors. They bring us to you in hopes that we will bring you to them. So do us a favor. Do them a do yourself a favor. Go visit them today. All you got to do is follow the links in the description to this program, and it'll take you right to their website. You can figure out what they do, what they got. I can spend some money with them. You can also make sure to let them know that it was the guys over at the Rundown that sent you. Also, want to encourage you if you haven't already done so, please remember to like, share, and subscribe. However, you are partaking in the program, make sure you share it with your friends. Let them know that this is a this is the place to get your news and information, or at the very least, at the very least, the place to hear it. Because you know we try to have a good time with the news, so do that. And uh, uh, we don't care how you partake. We all we care is that you partake. Please partake. Part. Consume. Please partake. Please partake. All right, let's go ahead and get into uh, today's stories. Uh, this first one, uh, this first one is near and dear to me as a school board member. Yes, that's right. I've told you I'm a member of a local school board here uh, in Sacramento, California. Uh, it's uh, it is frustrating because you've seen, you may have seen, uh, noticed, or heard about. That's the word I was looking for. Heard about when the National Association of School Board. National School Board Association sent a letter to the Department of Justice and the Department of Ju- and asking the Department of Justice to investigate uh, parents who are showing up at school board meetings and actually talking to and questioning and raising questions and concerns about what their children are being taught in school. Well, the DOJ then basically started doing investigations into several dozen parents, uh, and it and is a turn. It, it, basically, they did it under the guise of the fact that they were listing them as domestic terrorists. Turns out Congress did a, they did a, they did, they did a look, they looked into it and it uh, turns out that they really had no real foundation or no real reason for being able to do that. Uh, it was basically, it was baseless. Well, now it appears that uh, Republicans in the house, and I talked about it when they introduced this, but Republicans in the house have actually passed the parents bill of rights uh, in a bid once again to fight woke education. But really what this is, 
is this is basically letting parents know that you have a right to stand up for your children, to review the curriculum. Uh, if you have questions or concerns about policies that are being uh, pushed at a school district or curriculum that is being taught, you as a parent have a right to be heard. And, you know, the sad part is, Mike, this is nothing new. This should this is something that we should not have to fight for. We shouldn't have to have Congress pass a law. Uh, but you can see that there are many, many school boards, and most of them in blue areas, in, in blue states, in blue areas in blue states, or even blue areas in red states, uh, that just believe that they know better than parents do about how to raise their children and what their children should be learning. And the parents should really have no say in the educational process of their kids. And I think this kind of turns that on their on its head. Yeah, Craig, it's, it's it's nice to see this this come forward. You know, let's let's see if it's got the legs to make it through, uh, you know, through the Senate as well. It, it's um, it, it's being pushed as a as an anti woke uh, bill, like you said. So I think normally when you hear something like the parents bills of bill of rights um, that would roll through. But now that it's been labeled the anti woke piece of anti woke legislation, uh, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know if it's got the strength to get through the Senate. Um, it, it, it's clearly going to make it out of the uh, out of the House, it seems. But. It's a shame because this is something that's 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 needed, something that that needs to happen. You know, we know it's been going on on the, you know, right down the the party lines, red or blue, depending on which state you're in. Well, what uh, what your your house control or your governor's mansion control is there, but yeah, if anything, anything that was desperately needed, uh, you know, this is something that that clearly should be fast tracked. But it's gonna again, I think it's gonna end up stalling in the Senate. Well, you know, Mike, I'll tell you, it's interesting because, uh, one, I think this was one of the things that Kevin McCarthy promised uh, during the election that they said that they would pass in the House, and and he got it done. He got it done through the House. Now it's up to the Senate to decide whether or not they're even going to take it up. And that's the main thing is is getting them to take it up. Uh, that's going to be challenge number one. And then if they do take it up, actually getting it passed is going to be interesting. But I'd like to see a vote because I want to see... I want to see Democrats held accountable for voting for, yeah, we want to tre- teach, you know, queer and gen- queer and gender theory uh, to, you know, kindergartners. I want Democrats to go on record saying that's what they want. You keep hearing these things. They're talking about, oh, books being uh, books being uh, uh, banned. Right. And they say, well, they're, they're they're books that talk about LGBT and queer issues. No, these are books that are talking about fisting and oral copulation, right? That's what these books that they want to ban, that they want to get out of the schools, that's what they include. Now, if that is part of the LGBTQ trans agenda, well, then maybe we need to take a look at the LGBTQ trans agenda if that's the sort of stuff that they want to be educating our kids about. Um, I, I just, like I said, I want these folks on the record that that's what they support. And it is, right? You know, listen, this, this would be nice to see, uh, and you could get individuals, you know, politicians, parents, whatever who it is to to to, to be on the record for it, uh, you know, whether it's at the, the, I wouldn't mind seeing, you know, this down at the, like you said, at the school board level and having the local school boards, you know, have to say yay or nay for this, let alone, you know, whether it's at the, uh, the the higher level, the state level, or the federal level. Well, I, I've had uh, fellow school board members from other districts get upset because they found out that one of their board members went into one of their school libraries to ask if certain books were available. 
Now, what was funny about it was they were all upset because they went to see if certain books were available. But those board members who were upset didn't bother to ask what is in the book that is objectionable. They didn't bother to ask that at all. They just assumed that it was, oh, well, this is censorship. Well, yeah, once again, if, if it includes how to engage in certain sex acts, that's not a book that should be available in a public high school, middle school, or elementary school. No, agreed. Agreed, absolutely. Yeah, and it shouldn't be there. And listen, a lot of times, Craig, the, these libraries were put together, you know, when these schools opened or when different schools were opened and then books were transferred. Uh, you know, it's in the card catalog there, but I mean, you tell me, do, do high schools even have a digital card catalog? Do they have to go in now or is it like a regular library? You know, these these books are in there and people have no well, idea what's the, been in the these books. Well, the thing is, is... These books have been yeah. for 40 and 50 years, you know? Well, the, the thing is, Mike, is that in many cases, they don't know the full extent to what is in these books. And right. that's the point, is that is that if that's the sort of stuff that is in some of these books, okay, I will give you... I will give you a benefit of the doubt that you did not know it was in the book, that that sort of stuff was in the book. But once you know it's there, you shouldn't be opposed to removing it. And you definitely shouldn't be opposed to, to people going in. Or at least when I say people, I mean school officials or members of the school board or even parents going in and reviewing and seeing what material is being made available to their students, to their children. I think, yep. you no, know, you shouldn't be against that. You should be for that. And if something is found to be inappropriate, then there, then it gives them the opportunity to call for it to be removed. And I, I, don't, I don't understand why someone would be against that unless they're trying to groom the children. That's the only real reason. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, of course. Talk about grooming. I don't know if this necessarily qualifies as grooming, but it definitely is an issue. At Georgetown University. Now, we already know, by the way, we already know that social justice theory has always been something that has been taught. In fact, taught at, the, at, the, at our institutions of higher learning. Social justice theory, that's where you get queer theory, trans theory, uh, well, feminist, modern feminist theory, critical race theory, are all things that are all taught under the umbrella of social justice theory, which, by the way, comes from postmodernism, uh, which has its roots in Marxism. Just so y'all know, I know people out there are going to be like, wait, what? No, yes, that this is all true. It's already been documented. Uh, people who know and are intellectually honest will admit it. Well, at Georgetown University, Mind you, a, an institution that was founded as a Christian university. At Georgetown U, they're going to require social justice courses as well on the school's history of racism and slavery. Talk about the school's history of racism and slavery. And I'm like, Mike, I'm, I'm, maybe I'm missing something, but are, you, are they trying to say that Georgetown University owns slaves? Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, is that what is that what the implication is? Um, you know, Craig, it's 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 not that they're teaching, uh, you know, the, the theories or they're, they're teaching the history of racism in the country or they're teaching the history of slavery in the country. It's that they're rewriting 
the history and then teaching it. It's it, it's 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 a one. It's, it's it's the revisionist history that's the issue. It's that look, you present whitey, you're wrong for what happened 200 years ago. You know we're going to grade you today on what happened 200 years ago. Uh, you know it's that that's the issue. No. I don't think there's anybody out there that thinks, um, okay, we did not have uh, uh, racial issues. We did not have, uh, you know, slavery in the country. But now, now with this revisionist history, uh, it's it's continuing to be me, the white guy's fault for having done it. And because somehow I didn't rewrite the history, that makes me wrong for the history. All right, Mike, this is this is from the actual article that was there in Breitbart. It says, this course will focus on Georgetown's history, including the enslavement of people of African descent, as well as how that history intersects with the national and global experiences of slavery and emancipation, settler, colonialism, imperialism, and contemporary struggles for justice, the document states. They're talking about this document that's establishing this. The course also creates a common vocabulary for all Georgetown students to use when they talk about racial equity and justice. Now, Mike, here's the thing. Now, this is this is this is one of the things when they talk about a common vocabulary, right? What they're talking about doing is is redefining words and terms and terminology from what we normally everyone normally knows them to be, in order to in order to obfuscate or or or, or the the whole conversation. So, for example, what do you know? What what do you consider to be? White supremacy. That's not a rhetorical question. Me? I'm asking what you. What do you give? Tell me your definition. What you've historically known white supremacy to be? Uh, th- that would have been people of uh, of, of white uh, culture uh, oppressing different uh, minorities. You know, that's it's it's that's the, what white supremacy is. I am supreme. And therefore, I'm going to make you suffer. I'm going to make you less than I am. Right. Now, what white supremacy means to them now is pushing aspects or, 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 or having aspects of, of Western culture uh, that, uh, and trying to perpetuate certain aspects of Western culture uh, that, once again, that they deem now as whiteness. Things like logic and critical thinking looking at facts, data, and history in order to predict the future. Uh, the, I, the concept that, with, that, that if you work hard, you can get ahead, right? The concept of being on time. All of those are considered, if, if you believe in them, white supremacy, right? They're, they're aspects of whiteness. And if you succumb to them, then you are accepting uh, white culture and therefore you are perpetuating white supremacy. Now... If I were to say, if that is the definition, based on that, I'm a white supremacist. But now, if you look at what what the definition we all generally have known it to be, then I'm not. But but isn't doesn't common sense tell you that look, you don't get to just change terms and terminology in order to get your way? But that's exactly what they're trying to do. Well, and remember, it's not just changing the terms of terminology. They're rewriting the history itself when they do that. Like I said, right. you know, they're, they're, the version now of what, uh, of what occurred 200, 300 years ago is completely different. You know, they're, they're going back and rewriting it. And 
rewriting the definitions is one of the ways that they do that. Well, exactly. I, I always tell people, if you want to know what the founding fathers wrote meant when they wrote the Declaration of Independence or they wrote the Federalist Papers yeah. or they wrote the Constitution, you can't use today's dictionary because we have modified and changed the meaning of words so much. What you need to do is get Noah's 1868. That's the version of the dictionary that you need to be utilizing in order to understand and interpret the words and the thoughts of the founding fathers when they wrote those documents, right? But once again, as you, re, as you redefine stuff, all of a sudden, what you thought it meant ain't exactly what it meant. Very true. All right, we're going to move on here. Now talk about turncoats. Talk about uh, traders. You have blue states like California. And California, by the way, is chief among them, who is joining with Mexico, who is basically helping aid and abed Mexico as they sue, attempt to sue firearms manufacturers here in the United States. And what they're basically trying to say is, um, well, these companies know that people are going to do illegal things and traffic their their merchandise uh to uh, you know, to other uh, you know, to to those who are illegal or into Mexico, right? So since we know that people are going to commit crimes with them, uh, they're supposed to do something additional, and therefore they ought to be liable for any of the stuff that's happening there in Mexico. And you may you may or may not know Mexico is actually suing firearms manufacturers here in the United States. Now the first lawsuit has already been thrown out. Uh, but they're looking at filing another lawsuit. Once again, I think they're right now they're probably judge shopping to see if they can actually get someone who will actually allow them to sue gun manufacturers uh, in, here in the United States. But I think it's kind of sad that uh, that that you have states that are actually going out of their way to make sure that American employers are sued by foreign governments. You know, uh, if you dig deep enough, Craig, that's probably uh, illegal to do because um, states are not allowed, the individual states in, in the United States are not allowed to uh, engage or make treaties with foreign countries. It's only the federal government that can do that. So I'm, I wonder if they're siding with, uh, you know, these policies or these things coming out of Mexico or the lawsuit that they're filing the states could be held liable for that. I'm curious. It's something I have to check or check with the, some of our good, uh, you know, attorney friends as well. Um, since we're talking about Craig, uh, 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 California and guns and gun rights. Uh, yesterday you and I, we were talking about open carry. And, right. Uh, I said there were 46, just to, just a quick correction, 40, there are 46 States that you could open carry in the four that you cannot are uh, Illinois, New York, Florida, and, California. For some reason, when I when 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 my brain goes to that forty six, it confuses California and Oregon. So uh, it it is correct that, that California is one of the four that cannot. So um, well, o Oregon is in the process of being Californicated. So I I understand yeah. the confusion. I think that's it. You know. <laughs> anyway, but I I don't know that it necessarily because basically what they're doing is they're filing quote unquote like friend of the court briefs. So I don't know that that qualifies as a treaty, uh, but still, it's, it's, it's like I don't know. I I would love to see. Well, I I would love to see. See, here's one of the things that I would love that I would love to see. 
whoever is president of the United States, I don't care which Republican it is, they need to take the department, the office of the Department of Civil Rights, and they need to create a special division that goes after states and municipalities that violate the civil rights of citizens when it comes to the Second Amendment. Because, see, that's what civil rights are, right? Civil rights are the rights due all of us, and the right to keep and bear arms is a right due to all of us. And I think there ought to be a federal, a federal agency there in the Office of Civil Rights that sues the crap out of cities and states and goes after them and makes them, makes them support the fundamental rights of, of individuals to keep and bear arms. Agreed. That sounds like a great, uh, a great uh, position, a great new cabinet level I, position. To have I, 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 there you go. I, I would like to volunteer to run to run it. This guy right here. So you know, whoever you all out there, Donald Trump, Ron DeSantis, because it's probably going to be one of you, one of you two. Uh, this guy right here. This is the guy there. Office of Civil Rights for Second Amendment enforcement. There you go. Let's put out a press release. I like it. <laughs> Let's put out. A... <laughs> All right, moving right along. Um, there is a figure, and and we've only talked about this guy uh, kind of in passing here, but there is a figure who was part of the January sixth. Uh, who was part of the whole January sixth thing? That's kind of an interesting character. Now, this was a guy who literally called for people to enter into the Capitol. Right. And he did it on more than one occasion. He was actually caught on film doing it. In fact, here, let me let, let me show you the segment. This, this is just a smidgen, small part of the segment that Tucker Carlson did on a gentleman better known as Ray Epps. One man was actually caught on camera planning an insurrection, encouraging a breach of the Capitol complex. That man's name is Ray Epps. Now, the New York Times noted that Epps was videotaped on both January 5th and January 6th urging protesters to storm the Capitol. Here it is. We need to go in to the Capitol. Let's go! I'm going to put it out there. I'm probably going to go to jail. Tomorrow, we need to go into the Capitol. Into the Capitol. Now, in a lot of ways, that's the strangest video to emerge from January 6th. We played it several times in this show. Quote, we need to go into the Capitol, into the Capitol, Ray Epps tells the crowd. He says it repeatedly. He's so emphatic about it, encouraging other people to commit a crime, that the crowd around him decides he must be a federal agent. They began chanting, as you just heard, Fed, Fed. So shortly after that video surfaced, the FBI placed Ray Epps on a list of people wanted for questioning, and they released it to the public. And you can understand why they did that. According to the Justice Department, what Ray Epps did on that video is a federal crime. In fact, the Biden administration has charged several people with seditious conspiracy for doing precisely what you just saw Ray Epps do, urging others to enter the Capitol complex on January 6th. Here, for example, is a quote from a DOJ press release. It describes the federal case against five members of the so-called Proud Boys, the group you're supposed to be terrified of. Quote, on January 6th, 2021, the Defendants directed, mobilized, and led members of the crowd onto the Capitol grounds and into the Capitol, end quote. Again, that's what you just saw Ray Epps tried to do. 
But here's the difference. Others who have done that are in prison or facing long terms in prison. But no charges have ever been filed against Ray Epps, despite the fact there's no question he did it, because once more, it's on tape. That's very strange. It just is. And we don't care how many people call us names for pointing that out. It is strange. And we'd like an answer to what the heck is going on. Now, we've asked Ray Epps on this show repeatedly to explain why he thinks he has escaped prosecution. And we'll ask him once again tonight. And we will keep asking, because we think it is a very obvious and important question that gets to the heart of what... All right, so now Ray Epps, and now they're calling him at the Hill the Trump supporter, uh, we're basically saying now he seeks an apology from Tucker Carlson for spreading January 6th informant conspiracy. Now, as you saw right there, he's not saying that he was a Fed, what he, or he's not saying that he was, a, that he was a, an informant. What Tucker Carlson specifically said was, this is weird, and uh, we're going to give Ray Epps the opportunity to explain himself. And Ray Epps has decided he doesn't want to explain himself. I, I, now, normally, Mike, I, when it comes to Tucker Carlson, I'm always kind of, I realize it's, it's you know, he, he puts together pieces and stuff like that that push his point. And for the, but, and, but for the most part, and, and but by the way, for the most part, those points are very, very convincing. Uh, and, but I also know that he comes with a slant, but I'm looking at this and I'm asking myself, okay, well, if he's given you the opportunity, Mr. Epps, why are you not? And by the way, there are tons of people who could give you the opportunity to say that you're not an informant. Why, why are you not taking it? It's easy, Craig, because the show was only two seasons long and it's ended. The, the, you know, the, the January 6th conspiracy show brought to you by the Capitol is already ended. It's it's over. There's maybe there's going to be a prequel. Maybe they could bring back Agent Epps then for the prequel uh, if they want to if they want to have that. Um, you, you know, per, perhaps uh, uh, perhaps there's going to be some sort of post log or maybe a, 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 a director's cut with some commentary. Uh, you know, they, they might bring uh, Agent Epps back for that. But otherwise, uh, it's over with. Uh, they're they're moving on. That is hilarious, Agent Epps. <laughs> yeah, this is Epps. They can call him Epps all they want. That's not his real name, but we know Agent's his first name. That's right, sure. we know Agent is his first name. But now here's here's the other here's the other thing that's funny though. You do realize that the head of the Proud Boys, uh, who also, by the way, is on trial, you do realize he's he's an actual FBI informant. He's actually working yes. with the FBI. The, the, the best part about this thing with the agent Epps here is uh, like the middle of that video when he's spouting to go inside, go inside, and the one guy just turns around and goes, Fed, 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 Fed. <laughs> the look on his face is like, do you, you guys see this, right? You guys see this? You see the Fed here? Yeah. So. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I We have a guest appearance Wait. from Jane today. Jane, say hello to everybody. Hi, so, Jane, we're on the air right now, so we're kind of talking to people about stuff. So, while I definitely want to hear what your teacher said, I can't do it right now, okay? I'm going to show you. I'm going to tell you something. What do you want to tell me? My teacher said I'm going to school to Easter hunt, and I'm going to bring that. Yeah, she's going to bring her peeps with her. All right, with that. Okay, give Papa a kiss. All right, you yeah. got to go. Wait, I need my clop-clops. Get your clop-clops. Her, uh, like her, 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 the, the shoes she wears that are, are her, her princess shoes 
We don't call them shoes. Yeah. We call them clock clops. Oh, I can say I like how you're teaching her all the street lingo already. She got to go to school and take her peeps, yo. <laughs> her peeps. Oh. God. <laughs> fun stuff. Fun stuff. Oh, but yeah. Ray Epps. Dude. Agent Epps. Agent. Agent Epps. I love that. Agent yeah. Epps. That's a phenomenal one. But yeah, I mean, it, but think about this, man. How many different of these conspiracies? I mean, think about it. The uh, uh, the whole mission, the whole uh, the the group that wanted to kidnap uh, 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 Governor Whitmer. Governor Whitmer. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's 14 people involved in this conspiracy, and 12 of them are FBI informants. Yeah. And the other two were just too stupid. They were like, "I didn't know how to do what they what they in the do." They said, get in the car. I'll get some ice cream. I got in the car. I got ice cream. <laughs> but yet they still get away with it. What what gets me yeah. is, and I and I hear some of these folks on the on the left who are talking about, you know, the FBI infiltrating the civil rights movement and the nation of Islam and this and that. And, that. and I'm like, so you're saying that they couldn't infiltrate the Proud Boys or any of these other groups? Really? <laughs> I don't know. The hypocrisy, yep. uh, the hypocrisy uh, never ceases to amaze me. But, you know, sir, it is what it is. Um, but I will tell you what we do have now, though. We now have an opportunity to move on to our parting shots. And so with that, let me move that over to there. Bam. So we get all our sponsors up and there we go. Bam. There we go. Time for parting shots brought to us by Hog Holsters. That's hogholsters.com. Get your hog holster today. Enter the discount code, The Rundown, all caps, no spaces. Get your hog holster today. All right, you guys know that uh, it is now Friday, and Trump was supposed to have been arrested and indicted on Tuesday, right? And every day we keep seeing stories about Donald Trump being arrested. Now, this is nothing new to this week. This is just something, you know, every few weeks or so during the entire Trump administration, we kept hearing they got him now, right? Go ahead and describe this one to the folks. It is Bill Murray from uh, Groundhog Day, and he's standing there in front of the uh, uh, in front of uh, the the where the groundhog comes out in uh, Puxatawney, and Puxatawney fills a little house there, and it says, "Well, it's we finally got Donald Trump Day again." <laughs> Once again. In quotes, we finally got Donald Trump. End quote, day. It's a thing. Again. It's a thing. It's like they're always talking about they got Donald Trump and they got him this time. And and then oh, they got don't. him now. We got it, him now. It, you know what it you know what it reminds me of? It's either it's like either Wiley Coyote trying to get the Roadrunner or uh Elmer Fudd trying to get bugs. And I guess the only reason why I would say it wasn't Elmer Fudd is because they actually Elmer Fudd actually has a gun, and they're anti-gun, so that wouldn't work. Do you recall how many times um, uh, the the Trump administration went after Hillary Clinton and tried to put her in jail after he won the election? Do you remember how many times, Craig? Oh, I know, I know exactly how many times. Made it a Zero. point to say, you know what? We're going to put this behind us 
for the good of the country. Yep. Yep. So all the rest of you Dems out there come uh, another, uh, you know, 17, 18 months from now, whatever it is. Just remember that when you're all sitting in a camp somewhere with barbed wire fence around you. Yep. Because you had your chance. You had your chance mm -hmm. to say he did it. We're going to do the same. And it's not going to be pretty when it comes back around. Yeah. Well, you know, and you know, ultimately, though, Mike, we all we all really have to be careful about what we say about who, because we know that the alphabet agencies. Well, we know that uh, that they will take their retribution against us, whether it's the IRS, the FBI, the ATF, uh, H HSA, uh, you name it. Oh, HSS. Homeland, oh, HLS, anyway, Homeland Security, Department of Homeland Security, yes. DHS. Yes. There you go, DHS. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's why, as uh, Homer Simpson said, you've got to learn to trust your government. And then speaking into the lamp, that's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, that is good stuff. All right, now these next couple of ones we, we have to share, not – not because they are political in nature, but simply because they're funny. Uh, this first one. This has got uh, so. Do do we know is that do we know that that is Chinese writing or that's some sort of writing? I mean, it's some sort of writing, but I believe, I believe it's Chinese. I believe that's Chinese. okay. I believe this is Chinese, and uh, the translation for it is "chicken rude and unreasonable," and then the meme is labeled. I think it's supposed to be jerk chicken. I think it's supposed to be jerk chicken. I get it. I get it. Leave it up there. Hold on a second here. I'm gonna do a. I'm gonna do a Google Translate on it. We're gonna find out. We're gonna <laughs> You're find do out a Google sure Translate to find out if find out if it's real. I guess this is a. This must be a a Jamaican restaurant in China, or in Chinatown at the very least. No, it's China because That's the the prices are even in Chinese. So, <laughs> oh, it's, this is uh, a hilarious um, one. As I stall, waiting for my waiting for Mike to figure it I'm out. I'm on it. I'm on it. It says, "All right." It says, "Uh, Chuan Sui spicy chicken." That's in that's in traditional Chinese. Let me try it in uh, uh, the other Chinese here. So I don't know what the other Chinese is, but. Oh, this is this is here we go. Oh, oh no, this is what I want. This is the one I want. I want Chinese uh Chinese regular simplified. That's what I want. Yeah. Okay, so here we go. All right. It says in Chinese simplified, it says a chicken rude. Yeah, chicken rude and unreasonable. Here you go. Okay. Chicken rude and unreasonable, unreasonable. is your chicken. Yeah, you uh wow. Yep. Doesn't exactly Good have the chicken. same ring in Chinese. All right, this next one no. is <laughs> I'm sorry, go ahead. I said, no, it does not. <laughs> All right. This next one, I just, he sent over and I found hilarious because, well, you know, we all know, we all know families with this situation. You want to go ahead and read this, uh, read this, uh, this one to folks. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jesse, that's Mama Jesse, by the way, mm -hmm. uh, says, uh, she says, I have one intelligent child who is designing a parachute and, Putting this as politely as I can, I have another child willing to try the parachute. <laughs> you know, I know that some of you who love love your kids and see them as, you know, 
in the most glowing eyes that you can. Don't feel you're like, like, I don't get it. But those of us who are realistic and have seen families with kids who are where one is intelligent and the other one is willing to try the parachute, we know what that right. parent is talking about. Everybody's got a family like that. Listen, there's, there's, uh, there's Becky over here, and there's, uh, there's Jeffrey, yeah, and then uh, there's the one over there sniffing his feet. I don't know what he's doing. He's just, <laughs> just licking my chair. He's, I don't know what's he, what's he. I don't know. I don't get it. So, give, give an example. There's Bo Biden, and then there was Hunter Biden. I don't know much about Bo, but but I'm assuming that since, you know, there's no laptops floating around of pictures of him naked with Chinese hookers and smoking smoking crack that uh that he's probably not stupid. <laughs> uh or at least we can at least assume I mean, that Hunter is the one who's willing to try on the parachute. How about that? I mean Bo's dead, so I mean it's it'd be hard for him to do those things, but well, my point, he, he has not always been dead. He was a grown adult who served in the military and, as far as we know, has not had any issues of, once again, photos of him with, you know, underage hookers and crack well, appearing It's anywhere. probably hard for him to do those things because he's dead. You know, he's, he's, <laughs> I'm he, talking about before he, he died. He didn't leave a laptop at a repair store because he's dead. He didn't do that. He didn't. <laughs> not able to take it there <laughs> Just, which by the way means that he is definitely smarter than hunter oh yeah that's true yeah that's for sure yeah, yeah. pretty low bar smarter than all pretty low bar all right and on that note we're gonna go ahead and move forward we're about to head out but before we check out mike is going to give a shout out to our sponsors hitman industries hitmanindustries.net you can get Rifle and pistol caliber barrels in any length you want. That's hitmanindustries.net. California Republican Assembly fighting a good fight behind enemy lines. Now you can take part in California's future today. And uscombatgear.com. Get all the field gear and tactical gear you need. Folks, please make sure to visit our sponsors. Make sure you tell them that the guys over at the Rundown sent you. With that, we're going to call it a show. We're going to call it a day. We're going to call it a week. We're going to enjoy the weekend. We hope that you do too. We will see you on Monday, fun day, gun day. Y'all stay out of trouble, okay? And Mike, you especially stay out of trouble. No chance.